G'day everybody and welcome to another episode of this marketing thing. I am super pumped for today's episode. This week's episode's a lead on from last week's episode where we talked about mass desires. And this week's probably a little bit more important because we talk about how to take those mass desires and focus them onto your products and services. Going to be super cool. See you guys on the other side. Have you ever stopped to wonder? to people like us that were raised to go get a job after school just to realise that being at the mercy of some big company isn't for us. How do we market and build our own businesses so we get to choose our own destinies? That's the question and this podcast is the answer. Join me as I discover, learn and share the latest marketing secrets and strategies to help grow your online business. My name's Kyle Macker and welcome to this marketing thing. thing, 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 thing. <laughs> How good's my new intro? I love it. This is the first episode using the new intro. Now what I probably will do is go back a couple of episodes and replace the intros on those episodes, but this is the first one I'm actually recording with. Now the reason I'm doing that is because I hated my last intro, so... This one's the new updated version, so super stoked. Big thank you to Campbell Fryer who made it for me. He's doing some really cool stuff in the UK. Some pretty big DJs are starting to play some of his music that he's making and and producing as well. So, mate, thank you so much. Really appreciate that uh, you made that for me. It is awesome. It's so catchy, so really appreciate it. So today, guys, what we're going to do is take a look at Mass Desire's and how to focus them onto your products and services. So a lot of this week's content comes from a book that I've been reading. It's called Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Swartz. Now, in my opinion, Eugene Swartz was is probably one of the best copywriters of all time. He's absolutely amazing. Now, last week's episode sort of jumped a bit between Breakthrough Advertising and some of Gary Halbert's stuff, the Boron Letters. But today we're sort of, we're probably going to stick more to sort of breakthrough advertising. So just a quick recap of last week for the people or guys that weren't here. Last week we spoke about desires and mass desires and you can't create desires. You can only funnel them or focus them if you like onto your products and services. So there's a couple of different categories of mass desires Now, the first one is permanent forces. And within permanent forces, there's a couple of subcategories. The first one being mass instinct. Now, mass instinct is like forces that have, or mass desires that have always been there since the dawn of time in human nature. So an example of this was women want to be attractive, men want to be more manly, or men and women both want to be healthier or wealthier. Now, the next one is mass technological problems. So I used the example last week, my internet is running quite slow. Or remember back in the day when I was a teenager and when you were kids, possibly, if, if you're back then, is that I had to unclick my modem or the phone line, sorry, into the modem. Then you'd get the as it would dial up and then when you did get the internet connection, it was so slow. It was just like, goodung, 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 like waiting for those pictures to appear on the screen. So that's a mass technological problem. There was a mass desire there for faster internet and the need or the want, the desire to not have to change your phone line over. 
Now, the next category of mass desires was forces of change. And in that, there was two subcategories also. Now, the first subcategory is called trends or reversal of a trend. I used the example last week where Kodak missed out on the digital camera revolution in that they didn't see that trend coming and then take advantage of it. I used some other examples was Blockbuster as well. They could have been the Netflix. They didn't see video streaming go online. And HMV, I think I used that one as well. I remember as a teenager walking through the aisles looking for music CDs, right? HMV didn't think online music would become a thing. So that is the reversal of a trend or a new trend taking off. Now, the second subcategory is mass education. That's like a big social change almost. So it may start off with a presidential candidate or actors and actresses talking about something and then it filters down in society till we're talking about it in our backyards at barbecues. And an example of this could be women voting or gay marriage or something like that. Now, out of the two categories, permanent forces and forces of change, the first problem with permanent forces and those subcategories, mass instinct and mass technological problems, is when you present your products, you must present it in a new, fresh way. And then for forces of change, the problem with this category, so trends or reversal of a trend and mass education, is timing. You've got to get the timing right. Now, it's better to be early than late, but if you're too early, the market probably won't resonate with your message. And if you're too late, you're going to be late to the party. Now, remember, with this, you don't have to worry too much about naming the categories because you've got to realize this, there's hundreds, thousands of mass desires. There's lots of them, right? But this is just a way to sort of file them and a bit of an easier way for me to get the message across. Now, and this is what it talks about in Breakthrough Advertising. But what you do have to realize is mainly the problem with your mass desire that you're going to focus on your products and services. Do you need to present your products in a new, fresh way? Or is it a timing problem? Just keep those in the back of your mind with the mass desire that you're going to focus. Now, at the end of last week's episode, I said that we need to figure out which mass desire our product satisfies. And then the second job is to focus it onto that product. Now, as a marketer or a business owner, we have a few tools. So the first tool is the hopes, dreams, fears, and desires of your dream customer. Now, this comes back to knowing your who. Now, you're probably going to get sick of me saying this, but you really have to know these people intimately. You need to know what their desires are, what their pains are, what they fear, what their insecurities are. So you really need to go deep on this. You need to know your who. Now, the second tool is the product or the offer itself. The third is the marketing message. Now, that connects the hopes, dreams, fears, and desires of your dream customer to the product or offering itself. So this would then lend itself to saying that we really need to figure out which mass desire is our product appealing to. So that's that's the first job, right? So now, 
what I want to emphasize here is that if you get this wrong, the rest of it's in vain. Your headline, your copy, your sales letter, your ads, the whole bit, it's not going to work. It's not going to resonate with your customers. So not to put the pressure on, but you get this wrong, the rest of it's in vain. So you really have to take the time and make sure you get this right. So you really need to ask yourself, what's the most powerful mass desire does my product appeal to? Now, it could be that you're in the weight loss industry or the market and you have this this mass desire of people want to lose weight. Or it could, could be a mass technological problem, like we spoke about the internet or something to help them do something or a software program, whatever. Now, some of you, this is going to be easy to answer. But some of you, it gets a little bit trickier. And the other thing is that your product may have two, three, four, or five mass desires it appeals to. But you can only go after one mass desire at a time. Your marketing message can't have two mass desires at the same time. It won't work. Now, you can go after these different mass desires separately, but you cannot, you cannot go after them together. Now, in that case, you must have separate ads that lead to separate funnels and have separate sales copy. Now, I remember when I was selling on Amazon, my first product, I was selling derma rollers. Now, there's a couple of mass desires that I can think of the top of my head. Now, I did think of another one the other night, but I can't remember it. But the first one is women want to look attractive. So that's the first mass desire. And that's pretty easy, right? The second one was for hair loss. So men could use it for their balding area. So men don't want to go bald. There's another mass desire there, right? Now, imagine if I had tried to use those two mass desires in the sales message together. It would have been confusing, right? Well, I'm not proud of it. I did, and it didn't work. So this just highlights you can't go after two mass desires at the same time. Now, some of you guys, the mass desires are going to be a little bit more similar. But I warn you, don't think you can do this. Don't try and include two mass desires in your sales message, or three or four or five for that matter. It just won't work. Now, if you're having a little bit of trouble determining which mass desire your product lends itself to or which mass desire you're going after, this next pit might help you. So there's three dimensions of a mass desire. So the first one is urgency, second one is intensity, and third is scope. So first urgency is how fast do they need to find a solution? So the example might be, A mild headache compared to a migraine. They want the pain relief now, right? Now, the second one is intensity. How strong is that feeling to satisfy the desire? The inability to become satiated. An example of this is raw hunger compared to the craving of gourmet tapas or something like that. Now, the third one is scope. How many people share this desire? The mass desire to own fine art is a lot less than, say, the desire to lose weight. So the idea here is to try to pick the mass desire that gives you the most power in all three dimensions. Now, whatever you do, don't skip over this, try and throw in two in your marketing message because you think you're going to get the most bang for your buck out of your ads and headlines, copy and funnel or whatever, but 
I'm telling you, I've tried it, doesn't work. Just pick one mass desire, the strongest mass desire, and go after that one. Now, the next part of the equation is where I'd say 99% of businesses fall down. Now, an example of this would be if you're scrolling through Facebook and you see a sponsored ad come up, and for me, I see a lot of ads come up because Facebook must love me because I click on them and I go through their landing page to see what they're advertising, what the copy's like, what the headline's like, how are they doing it. So I look at a lot of ads. So when an ad comes up on my newsfeed, I'll have a look at the headline. That's the first thing. Now, I see some businesses, they lead with the product name at a discounted price or something like that. And it's like, okay, well, I don't even know what this product does yet. And now they're leading me with the product. Okay. So then I go to the landing page, same thing. They're leading with the product name and they're offering me a discount on the price. And it's like, there's a mismatch there between my level of awareness and the product. I don't even know what they do. So there's a disconnect there. Now, this second part is awareness. What's the level of awareness that your prospect has arrived at your ad or your marketing message today. Now, this is sometimes called traffic temperature and some pretty big marketers call it traffic temperature for ease of explanation. And then they talk about hot, warm and cold traffic. Now, whatever you call it, whether it's the awareness level of the traffic or the temperature of the traffic, it's just as long as you know about it. Now, if you get this wrong, it's kind of like being at a party and there's a group of financial guys talking about some financial thing way over your head because you're not educated enough in that field, you don't understand what they're talking about. So this really is important for your message. You have to get the level of awareness or education, I'm using that in inverted commas, right. So the first level of awareness is product aware. They know that your product satisfies a desire or solves a problem for them. Now, an example of this for you might be your email list. Your email list knows, likes, and trusts you, and they know that you've got a product coming out. So you can send them and lead with your product because they know who you are. They know what your product does. That's an example of hot traffic. Now, you see big brands do this all the time. They lead with their products. The problem is for you, if you go into the market with that same message that you do with your email list, it's not going to resonate with people. And that was the same as the example before that I used when I scroll through my feed and ads lead with the product. I don't know who they are. My level of awareness doesn't match. So you can't lead with your product first. Now, this is why I say do not model massive brands because they are doing something totally different. They have got a lot of product awareness behind them, whereas you being a small business owner probably don't. But by all means, if you've just made a product or an offer for your list and you're going to take them directly to a landing page, yeah, sure, go for it. You can lead with the product, but do not 
do not then just go out into the world and put it on Facebook ads or another traffic source expecting that same messaging to work out there. The next type of traffic is they aren't aware of your product, but they're aware of a desire. So they seek a desire for something. So say there's a mass desire for men that want to get ripped. So you lead with the desire. If they don't have a desire per se, but have a problem, then you lead with the problem and try and lock it into a specific need. Now, both of these examples are warm traffic. Now, the last level of awareness is they're unaware of the desire and they don't have a problem. That person's at the outer limit of the awareness scale. This is cold traffic and it's by far the hardest to convert. So when you're first starting out, you shouldn't go anywhere near these people. They're a million miles away from buying your products or services. So I would argue that Hot and warm traffic is sort of like collecting customers, but cold traffic, you're trying to create a customer. Now, this takes a lot of nurturing and education. Not any place you want to be when you're first starting out, also a small business. So we want to go after traffic that we can collect. So that's the hot traffic or product aware only on our email list and the warm traffic that have a a desire that they want to achieve or a problem that they want fixed. The good news about this sort of traffic, it's the easiest traffic to convert. We don't want to be going anywhere near cold traffic. We want to be collecting customers instead of creating them. So now you might be saying, that's great, but how do I tie those desires or problems to my product or service? Good question, that's what we're getting into. So now you, what you want to do is do a features and benefits list beside each other. So in one column, you want to do features, all the features you can list on your product. And then you want to find out the benefits of each one of those features and go through them. And do you remember the interview I did a couple of weeks ago with pro copywriter Clay Manley? He would ask himself, why? Why is that feature there? And just keep going, why, why, why? and try and go as deep as he could. Some people ask themselves, so what? So what? And they keep going on like that. Now, this isn't going to take you 10 minutes. It's going to take a lot longer. But if you do this and you completely exhaust the list, you're going to do way more than most people ever do. And the next part is going to become a lot easier. And the next part is trying to tie those benefits, those deep benefits to mass desires. Now, some of those benefits aren't going to fit the desire or the mass desire that you're trying to focus onto your product or service, but that's okay. Your job is to try and match the deepest benefit you can find with the mass desire that you're trying to focus because that's going to give you the most greatest sales power of your product at that particular time. But you can only choose one. You see, every product or offer has a dozen keys to a lock. And if the lock being the most money or cash you can squeeze out of it, 
Your job is to pick the one, the one dominant benefit that satisfies that strongest mass desire that you're trying to focus on your product. And that is what you must lead with in your marketing message. And then if you can talk to them at where their level of awareness is, and that is how you focus a mass desire onto your products and services. And that, my friend, could be the start of something very successful. So anyway, guys, I really hope you enjoyed the last two episodes talking about mass desires and how to focus them on your products and services. Don't forget to subscribe, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, see you later.